What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Hey, Bombshell. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I am your host, Amber Hurdle, and as always, I'm super grateful that you have chosen to take your precious, valuable time to spend with me and my guest. It's an honor that you even consider that uh, this is valuable out of all the options that you have. So I just want you to know how much I appreciate you being in the Bombshell Squad. We've got a lot to cover today. We will get into the topic of how to repurpose your content with ease so that you can reduce your holiday workload. I know we're all looking for ways to cut corners so that as the surge of business, if you're in an industry that it really gets busy during the holidays. So during that time, you, you don't have as much admin type work, behind the scenes work, or maybe you just want to spend more time with friends and family, which is totally understandable. We are here today to help you figure out how to do that. But of course, I always have to start with some shout outs. And today I am going to dive into the Bombshell Business app, which by the way, if you have not downloaded the Bombshell Business app, you need to do that immediately. You can go to the show notes today at amberhurdle.com forward slash podcast with an S, amberhurdle.com forward slash podcast with an S, and there'll be links there, or you could just go into the iTunes app store or Google Play and search Bombshell Business app by Amber Hurdle. And then you'll have everything at your fingertips. You've got the podcast with the show notes. Um, all the links will be in there. So you don't have to go to the website. You don't have to go to your, your laptop. Any of the worksheets that we talk about or that I've put out in the past, it's all right there. You don't have to put your email address in every time. If you download the app, then you have access to everything that we offer in the app again, at your fingertips. So make sure you do that. And I want to give some shout outs. At the time of this recording, we literally told y'all about this app today. So today's episode is like, oh, I wanted it out today, but didn't look like iTunes <laughs> did it in time. And then it did. So little mixed messages. If you got the podcast on today, which is the 12th, of September and then the newsletter that went out with it. But, you know, such as life, these things happen. Okay. So in the chat wall, the very first bombshell to reply is actually Stacy Westfall. Stacy is super cool. If you don't know Stacy, she is actually like cowgirl of the year. She's in the cowgirl hall of fame. She's been on Ellen. She's amazing. One of my VIP clients Stacy says, I'm just getting started on my tour of this app, but so far is super impressive. It makes me want one too, which of course I told her she had to have one, but she still needs to launch her website. So one step at a time, right? Um, and then Monique Orb and Monique, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Monique's been a long-term listener um, and she's gotten involved in different groups and stuff that I've done. Amber, the app is great. I'm excited to go through all the content. Thank you so much. So if you get on the app and you jump in the chat, like I totally respond and so do the bombshell business experts. So very cool. I'm really excited about this episode. I love, I love our guest. 
Haley is the copywriting and editing and all things writing expert in the bombshell business experts. She is also an author and she helps businesses and authors effectively articulate their established brand stories. She has a knack for emulating voice, a keen eye for detail, and will stop at nothing to give her clients the cleanest, most concise final draft possible. I know this to be true for a fact. I use her with my VIP clients. She's actually written for me. She's a total bad mamma jamma. Haley, welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. <gasps> ah, thank you. <laughs> Glad to be here. So we were talking a little bit uh, pre-show about the extreme lack of sleep that you are contending with right now. It's true. Team, team <laughs> coffee, even though we're caffeine sensitive. Yeah, yeah. I have all the coffee this morning. Yeah, all, all the coffees. First the coffee, then the things. That's that's how we're rolling. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So <sighs> we have a lot to talk about today. I, I dare say that when we talk about what what to do to make things easier, it almost sounds complicated at first, but it's not, right? Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, to begin with, it can feel a little bit overwhelming when you're trying to make life a little easier for yourself because you've got some things to front load. And sometimes that can feel like you're really going to be juggling a lot in the short term. But we're going to break it down a little bit and uh, and talk about some ways to make this uh, idea of repurposing content a little bit easier. Awesome. That's kind of how everything is, though, right? You put a little extra effort in on the front end so you can enjoy the margin on the back end. Yeah. I mean, that's even doing you know, all of these episodes, we do all of the episodes before the next quarter and then they're all ready to go. And like, it is insane for the one to two weeks that I'm recording these and then you have to edit them and do all the show notes. And, you know, we, we talked about the whole process with Abby in a different episode, but then like it's set it and forget it. And then I can move on with all the other responsibilities that I have in my business. So Haley's going to hook you up today, y'all. I'm just saying. If you could advise a bombshell to do a few things, let's just kind of walk them through your suggestions. So where, where do we even begin? Okay. I'm a big fan of taking older content and either spinning it out into something new or, you know, sometimes if it's, if it's still relevant, you can repost it. But we're going to kind of break this down. So um, one of the things that a bombshell could do in order to prepare for a holiday content flow is to put together one or two roundup posts like best of the year or top tips. So you can create a best of 2018 post, for example. And what you want to do is round up your top performing blog posts by looking at your analytics, include a link to each article with a short two to four sentence blurb that just directs your reader back um, to the original post. Yeah. And if you want to, you can either lift the blurb from like the first paragraph or two of your post to make it even easier or write up a quick summary. It just depends on what your style is and what you, you prefer to do. As for myself, I like to try to lift as much text as possible in order to make things easier. And then you can tweak it or you can cut words out, you know, make it a little shorter. And then uh, the other thing you can do is to put together a top tips post. And there's a few ways to do this. One way is that you can round up some of the most popular tips that you've shared with your audience over the past year. And you'll want to go back and look at, at what got the most engagement, whether it's in the comment section of your blog where somebody has, you know, or 
where your audience has really engaged with you and asked a lot of questions and said, oh, thank you. This is like a lifesaver for me. Or even in your social media, you know, maybe you have some top performing posts where you posted some tips that your audience was super excited about. And then um, the other thing you can do, which takes a little bit more work on the front end, is curating tips from uh, your colleagues or mentors or peers in your business space. And you could actually create a roundup post that links back to their content and summarizes their tips for your readers to where you're, you know, you're sharing that information, but you're also, you know, linking them back to the source. Which is why Uh, it's not stealing because everybody wants a backlink because anytime you get backlinks to your website, that is telling Google that your website is significant and it increases your ability to be found for those topics. So those SEO terms of search engine optimization terms. So everybody loves a backlink. And I might be jumping ahead here, but just go ahead and sorry if I am jumping ahead, Haley. I'm like, let me just get in here some bossy pants. Make sure that you reach out to them and, and say, hey, I want to let you know that I used this from, you know, link to this post. It was so great. I had to share it with my audience. Thanks so much for, you know, being generous with your knowledge. Uh, I was happy to share it. So not only are you giving them a backlink, but you're also recognizing their work and starting or, you know, building on a relationship with a peer or maybe even an influencer in your space. It is so win-win. Yeah. And that's a, that's just a great way to, uh, yeah, to give a little bit of a spotlight to other peers in the space or your mentors that you, you know, wh- whose work you love. And then, um, you know, you're giving them those links and you're continuing to build that relationship. Yes, that's absolutely important. You know, another thing that you could do if you wanted to is to email some of your peers and request tips. And like I say, that that's a little more labor intensive than creating a roundup from existing content, but it is something to keep in mind that you could do. But if you want to do that, do it ahead of time, because as we all know, during the holidays, especially response times could be delayed. You know, a lot of us, you know, could get behind on our email or, you know, consciously not check those messages if we're intentionally taking time off. So if you want to do it that way, do it early as far as uh, reaching out to people actively. And that's why, again, we're talking about this in October because Halloween is going to get here and then boom, your life is gone. And then you wake up like second week in, in January and you're like, what just happened? So this is stuff that if you take just a few minutes every single day and I'm, I know you're busy. I know you're running around like a crazy person and you're running your business and maybe you have children or you're a volunteer or whatever. But truly now is the time to prep yourself for the holidays and even next year. By just taking like if you just carve out 30 minutes a day to do a little bit, then you will have mad amounts of sanity as compared to if you did not. Absolutely. The next way that we can talk about repurposing content is to update past blog posts. And you can do that by taking popular posts that might be slightly out of date and updating them, you know, sprucing them up to include some current information. So don't grab anything that's not relevant because if you have to make it relevant, that's going to take too much time right. and too much work. 
But if you have something that's just, you know, a little bit outdated, say that you have a popular post about social media tips, but some of those social apps have been updated or slightly tweaked, you could go in and update your screenshots or include that new information. So then you can share the updated versions during the holidays and the front end workload is significantly lighter than if you were to write something from scratch. Yeah, definitely. This is like a good cleanup time anyways, kind of like you spring clean or I always get really organized in the fall to go back through your your posts and and use this time to update them is not only going to cut down on your like on your your workload for content through the holidays, it's also keeping your website up to date and fresh. And so if somebody new finds you and they go back through your content, now it's relevant. And also now you know that we recycle our content. So we don't just share a blog post one time, we share a blog post and then we share it again and we share it again that same week. And then we put it, if it's an evergreen post, we put it what we call into the recycling bin and it automatically gets repost whenever it comes back up in the queue. And you can't do that if it's outdated. So this is kind of like a good little fall cleanup exercise to refresh your content. So then you can have more things to post over time not just through the holidays, but ongoing. Right. All right. So all good tips so far, roundup posts, list posts, making sure that you are cleaning up old stuff. And what else you got? Well, the next thing would be uh, to reshare memorable throwback posts as part of your content flow. So these don't necessarily have to be specific to a date or an occasion, but if you have like heartwarming, funny or touching posts that you like to share periodically, or if you haven't ever reshared them, now's the time to pull them out. You know, you could just revisit good memories. They don't have to be holiday memories. They don't have to necessarily be seasonal, but it could be something that you wrote that meant a lot to you personally or that resonated with your audience. And if you don't have posts like this yet, this is a good time to think about incorporating those into your future content flow. Even if you're more of a technical blogger or even if you've never incorporated that kind of content before, um, it humanizes you to your audience and it gives you things to to relate back to them and it gives them a, a peek into your life as well. And so that's something that I love. I love to follow bloggers who not only provide actionable information, but also open their life up just a little bit and share something that meant a lot to them. And and some of my favorite stuff is reading about like just funny things that happen to people or cute things that their kids did or any, anything that you want to share, really. But if you have things like that in your past content flow, Now could be a great time to pull them back out. Say, oh, yeah, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. I want to reshare it with you guys. You know, just, you know, make it memorable and fun and open it back up. Yeah, that is cool. And especially if it's if it's seasonal, like I always write very specific things about, you know, Thanksgiving or something that happened around that time or what I think about Christmas and that season. So you could rewrite one or you could 
throwback. You know, last year, I, I feel like I said it all. You know, I, I just want to revive this for you for, for this year for you to consider it again. Like that's totally easy to do. And then you don't have to rewrite it, but you're still providing value. And I know for me, like my audience shifts dramatically year over year because more people find out about us. And, and so there's all these new eyeballs and all these new listeners. And so going back to last year, like there could be thousands of people that didn't read that. So just because you've seen it before does not mean that most people have seen it. And if you think about how hard it is to garner attention in today's crazy, noisy online place, even the people who do follow you, even your own customers, those people might not have seen it either. So I don't want anybody to go into the mindset when you're thinking about recycling old material or sharing something from the year prior or two years prior. If it's relevant today, go for it. I guarantee you like a tenth of your audience saw it. I mean, is that fairly? I don't know if a, if a tenth is accurate, but you think that more people have seen your stuff than actually have, right? Right. I think that we all tend to be a little self-conscious and think in general, not just online, but we think that people are paying maybe a little more attention than they are. Um, and especially online with the way that timelines and news feeds and algorithms tend to change. And we, we might go a long time without seeing content from somebody that we follow. It's, it's really not the case most yeah. of the time. And I know like my most loyal listeners, followers, that sort of thing, they probably see some of the same stuff over and over and over again. But they also know enough about me and what I teach to understand that the reason why I'm doing it is so that everybody else gets to see it. Because I'm not asking you to break away from your newborn to come and and spend time with me so that we could give free advice to people and then not promote the snot out of it like that's not going to happen like i'm going to make sure as many people listen to this episode as possible because we're here to help that's the whole point so we're not going to hide our help we're going to wear it out and there are a few of you who might be like oh my gosh amber we've seen it so you just don't listen to it but everybody else it might be their first time so and i and i'm totally used to be guilty of being like oh we've already posted that three times we don't want to do that again we don't want to be annoying but that's just not how it works so um pay attention to your analytics pay attention to your engagement pay attention to like i can look to see how many people downloaded an episode i can look to see you know you go in your your analytics your your google analytics to look at you know how many people visited a post on your website you can go into your social media analytics to see how many people engaged with a particular post when you promoted it and you will see going back and doing what haley is telling you to do totally fair game like nobody is going to hold you like or think like oh i can't believe she brought back a post from last year and I'm, I'm laying on this a little bit because I hear it all the time when I'm working one-on-one with women or when I'm answering your questions through social media or email or whatever. And so, okay, off my soapbox. What else you got, Haley? <laughs> all right. So uh, this is another one that I, I enjoy, um, repackaging old content into a new format. So this could take several forms. You could grab a couple of old blog posts and create a fresh story from a new angle utilizing information and ideas from the original material. So you could basically take a couple of pieces of your own work and lift some information out of that, that maybe you didn't present in one way or another. Originally, maybe there's a new way you can look at it. Maybe there's 
a part of the story that hasn't been told just yet. But just get a little creative with that if you want. Um, you can also take video or podcast recordings that you've done in the past and spin blog posts out of those. Again, you can approach that topic from a different angle than the original or, you know, vice versa to say that, uh, that you've got some old blog posts and you want to make some new videos, you know, let's say a couple of short videos for the holiday season. And so you grab some of the tips out of the blog post, record the videos, and then you upload those and schedule them out ahead of time. Um, There's so many ways you can do this. (laughs) (laughs) There are no excuses. Like there's so many different ways that you can do this. That's, that's brilliant. I'm actually going, I'm jotting down notes right now. I'm like, Hmm, I'm going to go back to old episodes and figure out what I'm going to do some videos because we're going to ramp up our videos pretty, pretty hardcore here in, in the next little bit. So good, good stuff, man. You always got, how do you even think at this level <laughs> it's coffee. <laughs> it's it's coffee and, and thinking about how um like what I would do and some things that I do with, with clients. I have one of my anchor clients is um they're an author and I use video content. It's like old old stuff, you know. It's the videos are probably fifteen years old, but they've got this huge library of videos on their website and that's how I write at least I would say half to three quarters of their of their new blog posts is go and I'll take three or four videos and take notes from each one and then cobble those together and create some new content out of that. And, and then another thing you can do um, also is curate quotes from your old content, blog post recordings, etc. And then you can create memes as well. And that's just a way to keep keep that social active. Okay, so we've talked a lot about repurposing. We've talked about just taking what you already have and tweaking it. We've talked about repurposing other people's content or doing roundup posts, updating past blog posts so that they're current, kind of doing a little fall tightening of your of your website, sharing memorable throwback posts. And then I love taking old blog posts and then going at it with a new angle or taking the videos or podcast report recordings and doing the blog posts out of those or vice versa. But what about a final, a final tip? Well, I would say to curate a steady flow of your past content and schedule those posts out in your social media accounts to keep them active. That is a great way to keep driving your audience to your blog um, even if you're not posting as much, like say that you decide not to keep up your regular posting schedule on the blog, well, you can still continue pushing traffic over to your site through social. You just got to keep in mind that there's absolutely nothing wrong with sharing information that you've already shared. Like Amber said earlier, probably only 10% of it, if that, of your uh, audience has seen that already. But the thing, the main thing to keep in mind is you need to make sure that the things you share um, over and over are evergreen, still relevant, and that they're not just grossly outdated and obsolete. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, if you haven't already identified evergreen content, now would be a good time to kind of sift through your, your uh, posts and podcast recordings and videos and then create a little directory where you can access these easily when you need them. And you can also schedule them um, in apps like Edgar or SmarterQ, 
where you can automate that content recycling process. And, uh, you know, if, if you automate everything now, then you won't have to scramble and schedule everything, you know, just right before the holidays hit. Yeah, totally. And I mean, we can live without our, we use smarter Q and we'll go, we, we actually interviewed the founder of Edgar. So I will link to that in the show notes as well as to the tools. And I, I mean, that just makes our workload so much easier because when you have routine stuff that you know is going out, you know, you have content, you know, that you're in a good flow or you're not sharing it too often. And then when things get crusty, we'll sit down and be like, okay, we just need to take that out completely. Like this is old stale stuff. You know, you you do need to have those checkpoints. But the other thing that Haley mentioned is having like a directory of your content. I know a lot of people are just doing this on the fly and they send out a blog post and then it's out there and there's no way to reference what went out when. It's as easy as creating a spreadsheet, like get a Google sheet. And every time you make a post, put the title in it, put the link in a different column, put the date that that you posted it. We put like three different uh, social media posts beside it. So we know what we said, like the first couple times that we shared it. And then and then we know if it's evergreen or if it's like, you know, you know, time sensitive or, or whatever. So, so if it's evergreen, then we know to put that in the queue. And if it's time sensitive, then we know that that one won't go in the queue. Um, and then we also know to go back through all the evergreen content and check on it and spruce it up as Haley so brilliantly suggested. So, you know, if you don't have a content strategy or a content calendar or, uh, or a system that you have, like now's the time, now's the time. And, and so you can take all of what Haley has said, and this is an opportunity to go back. Let's just say you go back a year. If, if you've been in business for that long, if you've been in business for that long, go back for a year and document in a spreadsheet, all of your different posts. I'm not talking about your social media posts. I'm talking about your, your podcast episodes, your blog posts, your vlogs, or your YouTube videos or whatever, however you communicate with your customers and audience in a way that like lives on your website. That's what we're talking about. Go back and decide, is it evergreen? Is it, is it, you know, time sensitive, put everything into a spreadsheet and then you can go back and see what can I repurpose? But more importantly, now you have your your directory and you can keep adding to it. So now you're going to be organized for 2019 and you can you can go through this process. What, like quarterly, do you think would be a good routine for this system? I mean, not just at the end of the year, right? We're giving the tips to give some more time, but you could do this throughout the year. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that that would actually make it easier when the end of the year rolls around. Yeah. If you really want to be an overachiever, and I'm not suggesting, I know all of you are running like crazy, but if you have the time, if you tracked, you know, within just the first week, how many hits you got to each post, then you can start to look and see, okay, well, this, this got a lot of traction immediately. Of course, you can go back and look over time, but it's, it's better to just, you know, track it month by month, like what's popular this month. And then, and then, you know, what got immediate attention 
you will have some posts like I have some some posts that I posted like forever ago that are still like the top posts have nothing to do with anything that I do right now. But for whatever reason, they're super popular. Well, I'm not going to promote those because they don't have anything to do with what I'm doing right now. So I try to like live in the now and identify, okay, what what's tracking right now? Which podcast episodes had a lot of downloads the first week that we launched it? or that we promoted it. So that, that could be another little tab for, for the um, overachievers in the group to track as well. Well, oh, Haley, nice. there's also always the option of saying, you know what, this holiday season, I just can't even deal. And, um, and in that case, they could always say, Hmm, I might get with Haley and see if she can do this for me and whip up, you know, eight posts to get me through November and December, in which case they would get a hold of you. How? Well, you can visit my website. It's uh, HaleyWalden.com, H-A-L-E-Y-W-A-L-D-E-N.com. My email is Haley, H-A-L-E-Y, at HaleyWalden.com. And I'm also available on social, author Haley Walden on Facebook and Instagram, and Haley Dub on Twitter. I know. It always throws me off when I tweet to you. I'm like, why can't I find her? <laughs> oh, that's right. She's Haley Dub. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I... I kind of juggled with rebranding that one, but haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was so super excited. My personal Instagram where you could see like, you know, my, how much I love my husband and what I had for lunch and sometimes my puppy and like my friends and stuff. I could not get Amber Hurdle for the longest time. And so I super stalked it all the time and somebody finally dropped it and I got it. And I was like, yeah, because it was a hurdle before and all my social media is Amber Hurdle. So sometimes it's hard to get what you want. All right. Well, we know that we do live in the complicated universe of social media and content and trying to be relevant and trying to get attention and trying to add value to our audiences and our customers. And Haley, you just brought a world of value to show us how we can do that, not just to survive the holidays and get ahead of that, but really, truly continuously as we're on our bombshell journey. So thank you so much for that, Haley. You're welcome. All right. Well, you know, once again, everything that we talked about today will be in the show notes, which you can get on the Bombshell Business app by Amber Hurdle. You can get that at the App Store. You can get it on Google Play. Um, you could download the web link if you go to uh, the show notes on my website, amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts with an S and all the good stuff will be there for you. And we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the BombshellBusinessWoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.